0: It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show. Um, I have with me as my guest today, Lily Wu. And Lily was a guest, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe about four months ago, something like that. Um, And uh, she's an acupuncturist. But before we get started with the show, uh, I want to make sure that everyone understands where to find the older shows. At the moment, they're on SynergyConnectionRadio.com. And if you go into that website, there are a hundred shows. Uh, A little bit more than that now actually that are up there that we archive so that you could go back and find Lily's show or anybody else's show that you might find interesting and there is a synopsis with each show that tells you what that show was about and you'll be able to decide if you want to spend an hour listening uh, to a particular show so there's a lot of very cool guests that I've had over the last few years Uh, on my website There is also a link into Boomers Forever Young and in our COVID world today and as this show is being recorded, I guess the numbers have increased again unfortunately and there's a lot of parts of the United States that are on lockdown. Uh, I talked to my son out in Colorado and you know Denver is having a lot of new cases that are surging. So as we move into the winter months uh, and after the first of the year, we just don't know what to expect with COVID-19 or the flu or anything else that might show up. So I encourage people to go into Boomers Forever Young and look around because it is a company that produces world-class products. I use them myself and one of the most important products is something called Gladiator Barley. And Gladiator Barley is a uh, powder. Uh, It is uh, gluten-free and it is something that takes inflammation out of the body and improves muscle tone and provides stamina and strength. And as most people realize, if we're going to combat some of these illnesses that are out there as viruses, we need to be in tip-top shape. We need to have our inflammation level as low as possible under the number 1 if you're getting a C-reactive protein test. And you need to have your immune system at at least a 70 on a blood panel so those two things are terribly important boomers forever young can help you get there and if you go into the website and you see something that you want to try and open an account if you use my first name lucy l-u-c-y and the promo code you'll receive five dollars off so, having said that, again, welcome back to the show, Lily, Thank Glad you. to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Um you're an acupuncture physician and an energy healer facilitator. So how do how would you like to describe at least
2: the energy healer facilitator part of that? Uh, well, um acupuncture is a energy work. It's just that the energy work using a needle versus non-needle or acupressure. So it's just the type of modality that we use in um, energy work. So energy work facilitator is, well, I'm accessing energy like acupuncture, but facilitator, I'm one who um, assists my patient to um, allow them or to be open to feel to different type of modality to feel better. So I don't... I, we are not the one who heals um, an individual individual heals from within so that's why I, I call myself a healing facilitator okay so the person you know as they
1: um, come to you maybe with headaches, migraines uh, body stress uh, neck issues shoulder issues, lower back issues you know they would be coming in to have you help Facilitate their
2: healing. Exactly. Well, um, diagnosis-wise, we'll you know um, ask them how did it come about. Mm-hmm. You know, like where did like in Chinese medicine, we always want to focus on the root cause of things versus just their symptoms. Symptoms sometimes is just the symptoms are typically masking the uh, the root cause of how it all happened. And If we're treating um, just the surface of it, it can re- return quickly. Um, without really finding out what's going on. All right. I you and
1: I talked before the show actually started being recorded um, about uh, you know the, the tension that is in the world today. You know it started with COVID nineteen, but then people lost their jobs. A lot of people have died. A lot of people are getting symptoms from the disease. Um, but you know maybe they have an accident at home in a car you know, at work, but the accident might actually be a direct result of what's going on in their thought pattern. You know, if they're very stressed and they're preoccupied, they might not see the very thing that's going to cause the accident. So now they have the accident and they go to you and you say, okay, let's look at where these symptoms began. What you're saying is that they may tell you the accident happened a month ago. And so I began to have back issues, neck issues, something like that. But as you talk to them, Mm -hmm. you discover that no, you know, a lot of the symptoms were kind of there before that, they've just been exacerbated, they've been complicated because of the accident.
2: Well, how should I put this? Um, Our emotion, um, it's it's very closely related to our physiology. Um, In Chinese medicine, we have the fine um, organs, you know, the heart, the liver, the kidney, the spleen, and, um, you know, there's other ones like gallbladder. Then these all controls um, our emotions or related to our emotions. And when we are stressed, uh, it kind of created problems relating to these organs that, and that and the body parts that they control and the emotions that they control. And somebody who is anxious, you know, they might not, like you said, might not be mindful of what's going on
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and, and therefore causing symptoms afterward. And their root cause might be like they're really, you know, bothered by their stress or by what's going on around them. Um, so, it could be job related stress. It could be
1: family stress. It could be financial. Right. Um, Health as well. Right, right. And so, if they, I mean, I am familiar as you are with, you know, friends who have a lot of stress in their life that doesn't belong to them, but they've made it their stress because it's a, maybe a friend that they're worried about, a family member. And so they might have an accident, you know, at work at, on the, in, yeah, out on the highway, wherever, and they might actually have that situation occur and not even draw the dots, you know, from I've been worrying about my son, my daughter, my husband, my best friend for months and months and months, and oops, I have an accident, and now I've got this pain.
2: Right, that is the hardest part when it comes to someone who's close to you, mm-hmm. like especially our friends, our family. Uh, we tend to worry for other people, and these are things that we cannot control You know, there's a famous lady who says uh, there are only three things in life. There's one that is controlled by God, and one that's your business, and then one to somebody else's business. Uh When it's somebody else's business, obviously you have no business in it because you can't change (laughs) anything. And if it's God's business or the universe or you know the higher higher uh, power, and obviously we don't control them either. Right, that's true. So to being able to you know center yourself, focus on what you need to. To help yourself, like I always tell my patients and and my friends, actually, if you can't be, you know, grounded yourself, you can't be um, clear yourself. You can't help other people by worrying for them. Does not help them or relieve them of um, any in any ways. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that because my mom does it all the time. <laughs> she worries all the time. She worries about everything. Yeah, and how do you see it affecting
1: her because she worries?
2: Well, um, in Chinese medicine, you know, when and I think maybe some um, other energy practitioners also mentioned that when we have a lack of support, where we felt lack of support, uh, we actually generate lower back pain because our spine is like, you know, it's what's holding us all together. Mm-hmm. So physically, it can manifest something in... And whether it's like a channel blockage, like a stagnation in the Chinese medicine when we use um, acupuncture to help to soothe the uh, stagnation or um, energetically, you know, from stress, you know, like how a lot of people uh, feel really stressed and that they have tight shoulders and tight neck and then feel like and, and their shoulder is like a rock, mm-hmm. you know, that's all from the tension that's been held. Uh, obviously, these are very physical. Like somebody who's nervous, their stomach to t- start to turn, you know, or or have like you know uncontrollable <laughs> like bathroom issue where they had to run,
1: uh-huh. you know, that
2: and t- test anxiety when we're in school, right, right, <laughs> that kind of scenarios. So um, headache, you know, high bu- high blood pressure is also increased when somebody is really stressed uh-huh. um, as well. So physically and emotionally it has a really close tie into um, our physical health we might not look into it or only think about think of it when it's a when it starts to snowball Mm -hmm. and become a bigger problem and something that we had to deal with on a um, probably a chronic basis so if
1: it's a family member for you since you're an acupuncturist and an energy facilitator (laughs) i mean do they come to you and say okay i've got this issue tell me how i
2: can you know feel better um, yeah, sometimes, but then their their demand is usually unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom, for example, she will come to me for lower back pain and I will treat her for lower back pain with either acupuncture or energy work. And then she'll be like, well, I would need a, um, other other type of treatment when I first did acupuncture she wanted massage right I was like I'm not a masseuse so I went to explore on energy work because like she obviously didn't want a needle back then but now she wanted a needle and I'm doing energy work and uh-huh. she's like oh I need that I need to feel that physical you know that contact to feel the difference so for for her um I do both I do everything that I can like whatever tools I have what especially what she believes in when she believes in needle I give her a needle when she doesn't believe in needle you know I regulate her um, from a distance or like secretly you know like asking for permission obviously I don't just like okay I'm gonna treat her Uh, everybody need to be open to receive and they are their own healer when they're when they're like happy and joyful even if they have a little pain, they're not going to focus on, oh, I have this pain and it's not going to go away. Because for her, she would. I would treat her lower back and she would have shoulder pain without mentioning what happened to her lower back. Mm. And then I treat her neck and shoulder and she'd be like, oh, I have elbow pain. <laughs> so she doesn't really answer the part like, oh, how's your lower back? Um, so she's kind of funny. When she felt better, she just doesn't, she just doesn't mention <laughs> that part anymore but okay. she tell you other parts, that's, other parts. That's, uh, do you think her? that
1: she's shifting I mean I, I would almost see because of the way energy works that um, it just moves mm-hmm. you know from the shoulder to the elbow to maybe the hand to the knee and so you've moved it
2: but it's not you know, completely well it's possible a moving if they're in the same channel or they're in the relating channel. Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, f- uh, help the stagnation. Like you move the traffic from one side, but then the traffic ended up on the other side. But it's definitely not the same traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what she's noticing is, she's not she's not saying something got better, but um, the area already improved. So she can only feel what's the next, like uh, most the next, um, I guess more prominent feeling that she have in pain then she could like uh, she doesn't mention the lower back anymore because she feel more like the secondary will come up Mm. you know like anybody like a lot of time people who have sciatica they might even have pain on both sides but since one side is more prevalent when they get feel better on say for example the right side it was just their main complaint that their left that they felt their left side hurts so a lot of time you know like they could have, uh, uh, like you just said, they said, oh, doctor, or um, my acupun- to the acupuncturist, did my pain shift, you know, to the other side? Or, you know, actually it was because it was always there. Mm-hmm. One side more severe than the other. Right, and, and you'll it, it. Right, you'll feel the, the severe one first. And once the severe one is more relief, then you'll feel the secondary and the third and the fourth. So it's in her situation, that's most likely what happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, Sure, have a main complaint, but then there's other complaints when they when she start to feel better or anybody um, start to feel better than they were noticed um, somewhere uh-huh. else.
1: You know, I've even heard that with people that get um, like a hip replacement or a knee replacement that, you know, they refer to people who have, for instance, had a knee replaced and then years later they have a hip replacement mm-hmm. that there has to be an alignment. Right between the two otherwise you're going to feel it in another place right and um and i'm not sure the alignments always work <laughs> but um i know that that's what they talk about
2: is right they have to have that kind of an alignment see i'm not a chiropractor so i can't really get into that but um on an a, a anatomical um, perspective you know think of your body has fascia and membranes that is interconnected you know, like a whole sheet of uh, stocking. Mm-hmm. So it, once I get pulls, you know, the rest of the structure will be affected as well. Right. You know, no matter how minor it is, you know, one hole can become a big hole right. or the whole thing could be stretched and um, to, to, to the extent that it looks, you know, off. Right, right. Um, I think it would be a good thing for
1: you to share uh, maybe the different areas that you do cover because um, acupuncture is different than acupressure and that's different than other things that you do so why don't you maybe describe each one of the areas so if the, somebody was
2: coming to see you mm-hmm. um, they have options okay uh, great well I um acupuncture obviously because I'm an acupuncture physician and I've been I love acupuncture ever since uh 2008 that's when I got into it when I had my personal injury and it worked and I was so sh- like not shocked because then I always like we always we grew up with the culture we obviously never had needles when I was little and when I experienced it it was like why didn't I like have exposed to this any earlier because we always have herbal instead. So acupuncture deal with the channels um, 365 points or 60 points from the really original text from 2000 years ago and now uh, expand to scalp acupuncture to abdominal acupuncture to a regular ear acupuncture. And you know, body puncture, extra points, acupuncture. So it has grown um, tremendously in in how what it can treat. And back then, obviously, there's no Western terms, right. and now we can link them together with Western term. So acupuncture is one. Acupressure is just applying pressure, um, whether it's light or heavy, and depends on what the patient needs on the acupuncture points. So if somebody who's really afraid of acupuncture and really want to give acupuncture a try, because acupuncture is a theory. It's not just um, the act of acupuncture is using the needle, <laughs> but without using a needle, we still have that energy going. So third, without even having um, uh, anything that is um, heavy pressure, meaning not acupressure, is the energy work. Uh-huh. So there's several types that I do, and one of them is called um, acid spars where we uh, are having very light touch on the top of the head where it's um, the uh, these are energy points that we unlock um, the I will say energy in the body that is uh, holding our nip- limiting belief or releasing any certain beliefs that we have regarding, a, um, any, uh, regarding anything actually but uh, as a, uh, in terms of health obviously we use it to help with our physical body you know, like things to do with aging, like, you know, what aging is as well as our physical body, if we can think it could heal itself or not, Mm -hmm. and our body in fact can heal itself, you know, energy is everywhere, we breathe in and out every day, and we don't request for it, we get it regardless. Well, and it's like, you know, your heart beats without
1: you telling it to, your food digest without you, you know, hopefully orchestrating
2: too much yes but when you come uh, when we do communicate with our body it actually enhances that because mm-hmm. we have that intention you know we're working with it we're being mindful we are aware of what is happening and we are working with our body mm-hmm. instead of just commanding it to do you know what it does loyally every day
1: mm-hmm. 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 Um, so the access bars that you're talking about would be maybe for somebody, uh, how
2: would they decide they wanted that if they didn't even know that it existed somebody who really wanted change like like i'm i had it with my life i need some change that's a like how a lot of, that's how the founders started actually one of the founders mm-hmm. like he was about to kill himself if nothing changed the next day he found access consciousness which is the 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 founders of access bar as one of the tools and his whole life changed that time obviously nobody changed overnight from like a, I guess uh, if you're gonna put it said poor to rich but then you start having that um, opportunity that 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 um, awareness and openness to have something different okay and a willingness to accept it
1: okay
2: so a little bit along the
1: lines of law of attraction then that if you expect something to be different Mm-hmm. as opposed to my life is always going to be this way, kind of
2: thinking. Right, so as a spark, also, it's kind of helping like opening the door for you to mm-hmm. really Maybe a, <laughs> a couple windows too? A couple windows. Yes, and, and for pets too, okay, <laughs> pet doors. Right. So to open up um, that new things that, that you're willing to accept now, because then you, cannot, you absolutely cannot um, live your old way. So this is time for something new, like right now with COVID. There's so many people who want to change. There's so many people who wanted something to change, some something to be different, you know, from politics to health to you know to wealth and all that. And when we're stuck in one area, then you know there's that. Def- if you're not willing to try anything new, obviously nothing is gonna change.
1: Right, right. And I, I'm just kind of thinking. I mean, using our covid 19 situation um people are waiting for a vaccine and the vaccine you know is going to come out yeah there there was talk that it would be you know right around now with election well that's not going to happen uh it's probably not going to be out until january february and i had a um person that was here for the last show that is a he has his um doctorate in clinical pharmacology Mm -hmm. and so you know we talked about the fact that this vaccine doesn't have any it doesn't even exist yet and it doesn't have any standardization that's going to really happen for six months to a year because you have to wait until people take it to see what the side effects may or may not be so that there's efficacy of of, okay this is a usable treatment for COVID-19 and we also know that COVID-19 has morphed Um, you know there has been changes in it since it was first identified it was making mutations you know even back then so for people truly to just sit back and say well as soon as the vaccine is available i'll roll up my sleeve and get a vaccine and i'll be protected is kind of foolish thinking isn't it in a way i mean don't they have to take accountability for staying healthy um, doing the things that are going to make them less maybe susceptible to this condition this virus you know along with other
2: things uh, well we're definitely responsible for our own health and our own body for sure mm-hmm. uh, yes we can look into supplements and doing exercises and keep up with um, our health through these um, these uh, modalities but then just depending on a vaccine hoping that it will you know in law of attraction if you truly believe that it will and you know it could help to an extent um but keeping healthy you know doing your exercise getting enough fluids um getting sleep, sleep uh, yeah obviously you reducing know, your overall stress stress learning how to breathe defecations, <laughs> meditations yeah. yoga things that you know that you can do to help your body is a, a little bit more practical because mm-hmm. you are with yourself 24 7 right uh, vaccine whether it works or not nobody knows it could work for everybody it might not work for somebody some people so just it depends on you know anything.
1: I've heard the number
2: that it's going to be just like
1: any other vaccine that's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, It works in about 51% of the cases. So 49% of the people that will take it, you know, if if you had, you're not going to have 100% of the population take it, but if you had 50% of the population take it and then it only worked 50% Mm -hmm. of the time. You know, that's a fairly small number of people that is going. You know, are going to be um, maybe prevented from coming down with it, and vaccines typically are given to healthier people. You know,
2: so that's another little bit of a side issue. Well, the thing. Well, there's a lot of controversy actually between the vaccines, so it's really hard to say. And then there are people who might not you know tolerate the vaccine mm-hmm. so like stronger people they could probably fight it off more you know, like as if they got the sickness the virus themselves and with the vaccine same thing you go through the same process not just for covid but with flu shots as well right. you know like some people got sick from it and some people claim like could word that <laughs> they got better from it so there's gonna be you know everybody on on the the different spectrums and and how they gonna react even with acupuncture you know everybody reacts differently some people who are very intense like tense and they have a lot of stress probably even very um defensive mm-hmm. when they come and get needles they're going to jump and then they're going to probably prefer acupressure <laughs> or energy work more than acupuncture because mm-hmm. then your body is already very uh, in a very defensive mode so everybody reacts differently, and there are people who, once they get acupuncture, they sleep like a, you know, soundly and f- fairly relaxed right afterward. So uh, it's very. Do you subjective. let people
1: sleep for a while there after they have a treatment?
2: If they, kind, if they uh, request that, like say, if a patient say, "Hey, I have a, pac- I have friends who had acupuncture and they felt really relaxed. Obviously, they're not the type that's gonna work through <laughs> their issues. They want to, you know." take it slowly and they want to be able to relax while they get the treatment and wh- while they progress, which, you know, that's the best way for them. You know, like mm-hmm. I try to um, not cater, but then I try to do what's the best for the patient and what they can tolerate and what they can accept, which is the best way for them.
1: Right, and, and like you said, everybody is going to experience you know these treatments a little bit differently definitely, So yeah um, I'm sure openness to a particular right. modality is, is a, a part of it it's definitely the key right so all right so let's kind of pretend like uh, we have patient X that mm-hmm. calls you up and um, you know they say okay I've got a lot of stress in my life I'm experiencing a lot of muscle tightness low back issues I'm having frequent headaches i really need to change my life and i'm open to anything know, seeing seeing you <laughs> right. all right so now they come in to be assessed right and um so how, walk us through you know what is the typical mm-hmm. assessment that you're going to do and how do you determine which one of the treatment modalities are best right. for that person
2: well if Um, Chinese I mean Chinese medicine and acupuncture has been around for thousands of years Mm -hmm. so that's something people understand a little bit more nowadays versus back then when I was in school Mm -hmm. Um, so when they come in um, they probably give me a list of their symptoms when it started how bad it is from probably one to ten and tens the worst you know, usually we ask the number, and they most people don't give us the number unless they went to somebody else already, and they are like, oh, I have a 10. <laughs> no, right. uh, they will come in and then kind of assess how bad it is. And um, when I collect these informations, that's uh, one way for me to know how often do I work with a patient to and see. And what's the typical, once a week, twice a week? Uh, typical will um, depends on the, their severity. Mm-hmm. If there's something that doesn't really bother them, like four or five 4 or 5 out of the 10 probably initially will be twice a week and then it probably could be gradually cut down real fast like once a week and if they come in in like a 9 and a 10 you know uh, ideally will be 3 times a week until you know they felt 70-80% better then it reduced to 2 to 1 to once a month or maintenance if it's like a chronic issue Mm -hmm. Um, so it really depends on how receptive they are and how um willing t- like how willing are they to work with their own body
1: mm-hmm. you know like
2: some people could have chronic issue, but they went back to their old ways you know like I tell my mom like you know my mom's the victim again here I tell my mom you go see a doctor once a- like an acupuncturist or some kind of therapist you know once a week but then you are damaging by sitting in the wrong posture on a daily basis like how fast can they fix that they're not god or, or magicians Right, right, and and a lot of people are in front of computer screens
1: uh, all day long, so I'm sure, you know, that their posture is being impacted. Most of them don't have the ergonomic chairs, you know, that kind of help align the spine and
2: everything, so right. what do they do? Well, I always say, you know, be easy, like treat be lazy <laughs> be easy on yourself mm-hmm. if you're going to sit in one position for a very long time like what is the best level of your of your if your machine you know your computer your laptop like how high and low is your chair mm-hmm. you know how comfortable are you in that position if you have to adjust you know same thing when we're treating Patients, if I feel uncomfortable, obviously that is the wrong position for me to treat that patient. Right, because you're going to be doing it over and over again. Right, and the same thing with anything that you do repetitively, you know, like if you have to, you know, grab something, you know, give yourself some support. Maybe you need a stool you know like or if your arms and the is higher or lower than where you should it's going to cause your neck and shoulder issue and eventually your neck because this posture is all related the mm-hmm. entire spine mm-hmm. all right so you find out
1: on that scale of one to ten right kind of where they are you've narrowed it down to you know it's probably definitely stress related mm-hmm. you probably do look at you know, just the physiology of their daily lives. Are they lifting heavy things? Do they walk a lot? Are they, um, I don't know, sitting in the right kind of chair? Uh, do you ever check, like, have them tell you about their mattresses? Because you're supposed to change your mattress. I think it's every seven years. A lot of people don't change it for 20. So Right.
2: Well, some claim that they can, you know, work a lifetime, right? So, no, I don't really go um, into that kind of detail. But then it's like... You know, a lot of time, um, this, if I could see them when they walk in, like this is how Chinese doctors do their assessments. When somebody walk in, you see their posture by from how they walk mm-hmm. and then there's how they talk. Like if they are feeble or they're really loud, then right. you know like if they're constitu- what type of constitution they have unless they're forcing themselves. Um, usually that's not common they will be hopefully being themselves when they walk in Mm -hmm. so if they walk a little crooked obviously we know something then we'll ask certain things from our visual diagnosis first and then ask them inquiry from you know their own subjective uh, understanding of their own issues or if like oh my doctor tell me this and that Um, that usually is not a good indication I need to know from them what they feel instead of somebody else telling them how they felt
1: right right
2: so um,
1: I'm also thinking you know as a therapist Mm -hmm. when I was working um, full-time in my field you know the amount of speech if it's real slow Um, if they keep their head down, if they right. avoid eye contact, mm-hmm. um, you know, are their hands shaking? I mean, I'm sure you look
2: at all of those kind of things. Right. So, I mean, after they sit, their posture, when they're mm-hmm. laying down, and then a lot, of, sometimes when people lay down, they're not even straight, and then they're, they, they're not even noticing that. So, you know, there's right. a problem. There's a tension somewhere in the body. Right. You know, for acupressure, we palpate the channels. Same thing with acupuncture. We just look for the points and... Open them like every point is like a key lock to Mm -hmm. unlock what um, the energy flow of the body. So,
1: where do you actually start? You know, let's say that the person now has filled out the information, you kind of have a little bit of an idea what's going on, and they're laying on uh, like a a table. Okay, so is it like a massage table for acupuncture? Uh, Yes. Okay, yeah. And um, are they on their stomach or on their back
2: when you start? They are usually facing up, okay, so they're on their back. Well, now especially with COVID, like uh, facing down with a mask on is really uncomfortable. Very. Yeah. Yeah, So um, the good, great things about acupuncture is like there's so many points that's interchangeable and have similar functions that they don't have to be accessed in the back. Mm -hmm. um, Like I guess ninety five percent of the time, (laughs) there's a certain point you can replace, Mm -hmm. and in that case, then obviously if it's needed, then um, they need to be on they need to be facing down. But most of the points can be substituted. In Chinese, you know, whatever's in the front, there's something in the in the back for it, <laughs> something on the top, there's something in the bottom for it. The arms can be substituted for the leg, the leg could be substituted for the arm. The head could be substituted for the toes <laughs> and the token you know, it's vice versa. It's mm-hmm. very flexible in the points as in what works better and what could work and if somebody is limited in certain area, like even like amputations, obviously you can't. Be, oh, I can't needle you because there's there's something right. missing. No, right. like there's exactly. energy flows regardless. Mm-hmm. So any any connection can be reached through other points.
1: I think you told me um, on the show that you were with me before. Something about the big toe. What was it that the big toe? Big is... toes
2: for the liver, mm-hmm. you know, and the spleen. But it
1: communicates love or something like that, doesn't it?
2: love is different i think that we might have talk about impotence <laughs> or something where no, no, you no. get to something with
1: a big toe there was a connection something with the big toe the big toe in the heart or is it the mind
2: big toe connection well toe um, the toes all connect to the the tip of the tip of the foot always connected to the the other tip which is your top the, uh, the, head. the head right so yeah or it could be reversed to the genital areas so that's um, the uh, micro um, correspondence of the points. So you know, even like for emergency, you can do that. For love, um, the arms probably a little bit more connected to, the arm, to, to love, like the pinkies. Like pinkies connected um, to the small intestine and the heart. And the uh, middle finger actually com- connect to the pericardium. So you know, in Chinese medicine, and somebody's having a stroke or some kind of emergency, they will probably puncture, try to puncture all the points on the fingertips and toe tips, to open the channel to revive somebody.
0: You know, mm. back then
2: when there's no emergency, there's no uh, ambulance, uh, or before the ambulance get there, the, the Chinese doctor would try to like tell the pa- the patient's family if they're not already there to puncture these points, and, and they would know how to do it and let blood out. Well, the easiest way <laughs> is grab all the fingers together. You know, and get a needle. Everybody should have a needle at home, like sewing needle. And obviously, like, you know, run it through fire a little bit, try to sanitize it, and then poke through every the tip of the, the fingers. Wow, that's going to make people's fingers sore. Well, they are, like, having a stroke. Yeah. So this is more, like, more reviving them is more right. important than right. having their brain that, you right. know, squeeze up some blood to move that circulation real fast.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, So the person, let's say, has a fear of needles, mm-hmm. and you determine that, okay, they're not going to be a good candidate for acupuncture, what's the next option? Acupressure,
2: okay, you know, because that's, that that's the next thing, um, acupressure, well, according to their symptoms, like uh, um, you just gave me somebody who had headache, or shoulder pain, or mm-hmm. neck, neck pain, or low back pain, well, that could be anywhere in the body, like I said, there's so so many points to be to be accessed. So say um, headache, for example, then in Chinese medicine we'll ask, okay, do you have frontal headache, you know, the forehead, <laughs> or is the side, the temple, mm-hmm. like migraines, or is it in the back of the head, you know, or is it the top of the head? How do you feel the headache? Is it like hollow? Is it heavy? So in from that, the answer to go to the appropriate channels. Say if the person is having frontal headache, that means it's uh, the channels related is is the stomach and um, large intestine so where would you go so we'll go to a large intestine and stomach channel <laughs> okay but where would those be are like, they literally where the stomach is and the large intestine Oh no the channel is just uh, the pathway of the energy so they can they are connected to the internal organ but oh. they are not just on, they're not on the organ so we don't need all the organs okay so the uh, the most common points for headache with, like for a large intestine is rye. Right, between the, um, the thumb and the index finger. And that fleshy so area That that's fleshy there. area, yeah. when you press, that's like really tender. Uh-huh. Well, this is like one of the major points for a lot of things, for from cramps to headaches to sinus to allergies, you know, so, to all type of pain. So people actually, if
1: they knew that, they might be able to administer some help to themselves
2: Definitely. just by pushing on it. Right. Um, I don't know if you've seen in the pharmacy, they had a little bracelet for nausea. And they have the, uh, another bracelet for menstrual cramps. Well, you know what? They just, they're just just placing the bracelet on different area of the acupuncture points okay. to have different um, effects. Like the one in, for nausea of vomiting for people for motion sickness. If they're going to go on a cruise or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's okay. on actually on their arm, mm-hmm. but then they use the exact same device with a different name for menstrual cramp when they put it on the foot, <laughs> like the leg. Like. Wow, okay, so, so that's a little like a nubby thing Yeah, that like something on it. pointy but mm-hmm. not sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely something to help administrate that, um, like acupressure you could do it on yourself, Obviously, when you're in pain, you don't want to cause more discomfort or actually want to, you know, put any more ounce of energy into healing yourself unless you're really determined. You know, like when I'm sick, I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to lay there (laughs) (laughs) or have somebody help me. You know, I'm not going to, like, literally do something myself because I'm, like, sort of miserable and and suffering. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I've seen charts that, you know, are available to people on reflexology. And, uh, you know, the foot has right. all of the organs on it. So, yes. I mean, is that an area, too, that y- if you were doing acupressure, mm-hmm. uh, then understanding those areas of the foot where you could put pressure and make a difference?
2: Yes. Well, the same correspondence, like how we can needle the foot for the head and the head for the foot,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, whatever is in the bottom of your sole can be reflected in your ear. That's why how we have um, ear acupuncture. They can be reflected in your abdomen, that's what we have abdomen acupuncture, and then it can reflect in your palm, mm-hmm. that also reflects everything. And then you know how people do um, face readings, you know, so okay, this year you gotta be careful of this and that, and what age <laughs> something is gonna happen. Well, they're reading your face, that like same thing. Like everywhere has signs and leave marks of, uh, you know, what what's happened in the past, from your face, from your scalp, from your ear, from your. Um, some people look at the foot. <laughs> Right. Wow. And your palm, like your palm reading, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's um very common. And but instead of reading that, we use that to treat. You know, somebody's palm looks fairly. We're gonna call it pale green. You know, this person has a lot of internal coldness, meaning this person could have diarrhea, ha- could have cramps. You know, coldness constrict. So that's a lot of things that we can help with diagnose besides what patient tells. Uh, subjectively Mm -hmm. and we kind of like try to weed out if they're you know if they're really telling (laughs) if they're really um, what they're saying is accurate by comparing when we're pressing on the Mm points to confirm um, there actually is a diagnosis and confirm slash treatment when when we felt um, palpate there the channels
1: now, if, if you're palpating a channel mm-hmm. and, you know, somebody has verbally said, well, I'm having trouble with this, this, or this, mm-hmm. then they're going to feel, what, tenderness that when you're palpating? I feel extra
2: tenderness mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the channels. So you'd know which right. ones are, are the, the right. culprits, so to speak. Right. So when we palpate the channel, we kind of know, oh, okay, this is really... You know it matches what you're saying so you're Mm -hmm. not making it up (laughs) right we're not making it up because you know that's exactly where it hurts okay Um,
1: let's say because again we talked about this a little bit prior to the recording let's say that um, somebody has been seeing you for I don't know maybe a couple months and the issue still has not been resolved so in your mind it's kind of saying, okay, there's more to this story. It's not a maybe a structural issue mm-hmm. or something like that, but it might be a deeper belief system. Mm-hmm. Is that when you offer them the technique that is referred to as access
2: bars? Um, that is definitely something that I would go into. Uh, if somebody is like, um, if something is relenting, like relentlessly not letting go, um, Obviously, there's a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Whether the person is not willing to let go of certain uh, beliefs in the past that caused this structural issue in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, as a part is something that we could um, attempt to help them to change their mind, and open up to more possibility, and even just accept the the healing process. You know, a lot of time it could be self judgment. Could be you know something that you're you're criticizing yourself of and
1: mm-hmm.
2: punishing yourself. Right. For. So um, yeah, like energy work, it's beyond what we can see and and um, identify unless we can see energy, and that's a way to help change um, somebody energetically. Because anything that happened to us physically first will happen on the energetic level before it settles down. Right. You know, there's a story in the Chinese um the an ancient story that a Chinese doctor who could see energy and told this um gentleman on the street um, that he knew he's like okay you need to take this herbal medicine right now and otherwise something you know your 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 it's affecting your gallbladder and liver and then obviously there's no symptom <laughs> it's asymptomatic to the gentleman and the young man and he's like well no I, I, there's nothing wrong with me so he move on with his life. You know, a week later, he saw this gentleman again. It was like repeating the same <laughs> formula and he still refused. A month later, he's saying, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> this is like, obviously, he's seeing probably is forming, settling down a little more into his his physical body. And the gentleman is like, no, it's okay. And like, I'm still like, he, he probably felt like a little here and there, but he just ignore him again. So, um, like, fast forward a year later, um, the young man saw this uh, doctor. He's like, oh, my God, doctor, help me. Like, I need to, I, I feel so bad right now. And the doctor's like, I'm sorry, I can't help you anymore because it's already into the bones. You know, like, things settles from the very superficial area and then mm-hmm. move down to deeper and deeper. And when we realize something, probably not to the extent with this young man has <laughs> spent so long, you know, that we actually we will take care of it. Sooner, but when we do realize something, it's it's actually already formed. Mm-hmm. You know, energetically, uh, if we change things, it will also change the phys- physical over time.
1: Right, right. Well, that's why I mean, even with COVID nineteen, but certainly that's true across the board with um, doctors, is you can have a lot of pre existing conditions, and be clueless about them right. until something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be. A routine you know physical that all of a sudden boom you know there's right. something that's a little off and they start digging and they realize this is serious uh, so I think people probably don't go in for physicals all that often mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's a, a traditional regular thing that the majority of people do they wait until there is a symptom mm-hmm. that they don't like And the symptom might be pain, it might be fever, it might be, um, you know, something else. But I remember uh, my dad was diagnosed years ago, he's deceased now, but when he was in his late 80s, he was always healthy. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And all of a sudden his eyes, the whites of his eyes, had started to yellow. Mm -hmm. And he had no real symptoms other than that.
2: And it turned out that he had cancer in his liver right yeah that's this very um, I'm trying to relate it to Chinese medicine that's the first thing I thought of when I see somebody with yellow eyes is jaundice mm-hmm. and jaundice is controlled by liver mm-hmm. you know that's um, if I see somebody with really yellow eyes I will probably ask them have you slept well <laughs> you know have you, like, you taking a lot of medication because you probably need a detox when the liver shut down is whether it's overworked overloaded you know not, sh- not getting enough rest Not getting, um, you know, because our body do heal itself if you allow, (laughs) give it time to heal itself. Well, and a lot of people
1: as they age have more trouble sleeping. I I would say that young people under the age of probably 30 don't have that issue. They can't wait for the weekend so they can sleep until noon. But I think over the age of probably 50 maybe, uh, certainly by the time they hit 60, it's hard for a lot of people to sleep. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that is when the body does repair itself. So mm-hmm. if it's not getting sufficient sleep, there right. certainly are a lot of um, pharmaceuticals out there, but there's natural ways. Okay. And w- what would you do acupuncture
2: or acupressure-wise to help somebody sleep better? Um, well, it depends on what's the cause of them uh, from the insomnia. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's from lack of... Uh, and I'm gonna use some Chinese medical term. Is more uh, lack of blood, meaning doesn't mean that you're anemic. Mm-hmm. It says that your blood is not providing to all the area that's needed. So it's circulation, circulation in a way, and or lack of chi, which is energy, the energy. Yeah. yeah, so energy is not uh, sufficient enough, so it's like used up before it can get to the brain and let you rest for a night. And um, for I usually want to recommend the easiest way for people mm-hmm. you know to what is the cost like if it's anxiety you know then you gotta do something about anxiety mm-hmm. if it's stress then you gotta do something about what is causing your stress you know if it's uh nutrition um i'm not gonna say nutrition is by overeating like somebody who eat too late that in chinese medicine can cause insomnia as well because you're obviously your body is still digesting it's trying to digest and you try to fall asleep well it's not done its work mm-hmm. so you can't really go to sleep that what, what is the rule of thumb like nothing after seven o'clock or something um uh well it depends on what time you go to bed yeah but i mean uh, if you went to bed at say 11.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: like yeah four hours, four hours at least okay. four hours and even drinks mm-hmm. um it's almost a guarantee if you drink right before you definitely have to get up to use the bathroom Mm -hmm. once or twice Mm -hmm. (laughs) before you want to get up.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. So that's interesting too. Um, So now we have the person that, you know, says, I really need to change my life. Mm -hmm. And you're going to offer them this access bars as an option. Right. And these are individuals who have reached a point where they're, Emotional and/or physical pain is such that they go, I have to do something. Right. So how do you introduce them to something like access bars?
2: Um, I will first ask them if they're open to something new. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a patient who comes in is like, I had it with my life, whatever it is. Like whatever you, <laughs> whatever you, <laughs> you can help me with after the diagnosis, without even telling me what's wrong with them. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. before before they come in mm-hmm. and yeah then we'll assess like uh, where are you in your life obviously a lot of things have to do with thoughts you know our thought the way that our brain runs the show the stories we run in our brain and um if that's uh, stuck somewhere obviously we're not going to change uh i will offer them hey um try it try it out and then see how you feel and if you like it, obviously we can continue. Because um, before anybody try anything, we can't really tell them what's gonna, what's gonna happen with acupuncture or acupressure, with any type of energy, um, and, any kind of forms of energy work. Um, some people feel super relaxed afterwards. Some people feel like you know energized. But is it a little bit like they, if you're asking
1: some questions using that method, mm-hmm. you know that they get an aha moment where they go oh I can see the connection between this thought and this
2: condition sometimes sometimes if they're um, yeah if they're willing to be open and willing to change they usually could get some insights from themselves mm-hmm. you know just by through conversations you know like say somebody came in like you know I lost my job or I went to a typhoon you know something happened there's a flood I got fired you know I changed uh, I had a fight with my parents and and something lingered they already forgot what happened and, but then that thought carried through their entire life, the rest of their life, with them until they're willing to do something about it.
1: So, again, it's similar. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the same by any stretch, but th- there are similarities between what you're talking about and you know traditional therapy that I've done with people. So when you connect the dots for them mm-hmm. and they begin to go you know what I've always worn my heart on my sleeve as an example (laughs) Mm -hmm. and people take advantage of me Mm -hmm. and so my life is never very happy because I'm always being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. all right so then they have to maybe they've internalized that into I don't know like um gastrointestinal issues or you know high blood pressure or something that has to do Mm -hmm. with either the heart Mm -hmm. chakra or the solar plexus you know one of those two areas I would think and so for, for them, the aha moment might be, oh my gosh, you know, I, I can change this. If I change the way my thoughts are, mm-hmm. then my physical condition may mm-hmm. also change.
2: Right, the so thought is energy as well. If you right. change your energy in any way through yourself, through your self-realization, mm-hmm. like I no longer need to hold on to this, right, then you can change your story instantly. Um, or starting from there is a new chapter and move forward from there instead of falling back. Well, sometimes we still fall back like, oh, I still remember this and that. But then, you know, as you remind yourself, oh, mm-hmm. I'm no longer in that story. Then right. obviously you can get out of it a little faster. Right. You know, in Chinese medicine is really funny. Like you mentioned the guts and the heart. Well, anything, any thought that has not been digested process mm-hmm. is actually going to end up in the guts. So any kind of guts issue GI system in the digestive system is going to be unresolved um, thoughts if Mm -hmm. you think of something you haven't processed them you know it's going to hang there any thought that has not been hanged I mean uh, did I say emotion or thought okay any emotion that has not been churned (laughs) digested is going to be in the guts. Any thought that's not been processed, like you thought about something, but you then you just wait and you hold on to it, and but then you didn't resolve it. It's gonna be in the head. Right. So another time, headache could be caused from these thought too. You know, especially when somebody go through a lot of stress, there's mm-hmm. a lot of thing in their mind, mm-hmm. and these can manifest as headache as well. I would think one of the issues that you may run
1: into, especially with people that are say middle aged. Um, a parent dies, and they maybe had unresolved issues with that parent. Mm-hmm. And so now that part that you were talking about uh, is not been processed mm-hmm. by the gut, mm-hmm. and so it's lingering between the gut and the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, It's interesting how maybe even heartburn mm-hmm. could be a direct result mm-hmm. of emotions that have not been processed. And then if you have you know, like I said, a sibling issue, Mm -hmm. a parent maybe who dies, Mm -hmm. but something that you can't go back and fix Mm -hmm. because they're not there to fix it with, this process would allow them to fix it because they could Mm -hmm. begin to change whatever that thought was Mm -hmm. and
2: let it go. Yes, unlock the energy that is locked in the past Mm -hmm. um, if they're not willing to process it themselves, you know, and like you said, if it's Parents who died you might even have to deal with grief. So grief has to deal with the lungs mm-hmm. So they might even have asthma a lot of people develop on um, asthma or coughing or harder breathe just from the grieving well, That's interesting. I didn't I had
1: not heard that one before mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool that that works you mentioned somebody else that um I kind of wanted to have you mention uh, you know on the show too because I had not heard of him. I guess Brian um, oh, um, Katie. Byron Kier- yeah, Katie. Yeah, Byron, Katie. Mm-hmm.
2: She is a lady. She's, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Katie is. Uh, she's. She has a very interesting story. I don't know her personally, but mm-hmm. I study a lot of her works, and um, she has a lot of free YouTube. Um, uh, I guess programs from mm-hmm. her own. Mm-hmm. Um, she pr- she promotes something ca- like she calls the work and then you can go to the work.org okay. to uh, find more information about it. So it's it's our our w o r k.org. Yeah, the work like the lessons, work. Okay. like homework. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, it is literally our own lessons, our work, uh-huh. um, things that we want to work through in our life that we held on to for yesterday, um, just 10 minutes ago or uh-huh. the entire lifetime. Okay. So um, she has something called judge your neighbor worksheet and you just filled it out and you need to be fairly open to any kind of energy work or even kind of my thinking thoughts process. We definitely need to be open to something like, um, you know, Einstein has that old saying uh, paraphrasing that if you don't, if you do the same thing and expect that something to change is called insanity (laughs) right right Right. so if we want to change we definitely have to change in some Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. whether energetically whether physically you know or mentally right just spiritually psychologically well just any even
1: the minutest amount of change
2: right even shifts
1: everything right
2: even diets like just Mm -hmm. change your routine Mm -hmm. that could shift because that's all everything we do is just is a part of a you know greater energy and if we shift one way you know then everything else shift with it right exactly right so um katie um byron katie she has this four simple questions that we use uh-huh um is is it true is it really true you know um when you have this thought, well, this is obviously dealing with thoughts that we have about judging other people. That's why it's called judging your neighbor worksheet. Mm-hmm. It's all about judgment, judging other people, judging yourself. And she did, um, she does ask you to judge yourself last. Right. So when right. you judge other people first, and you kind of see the pattern, when you judge yourself, is not going to be as harsh. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. And um, the third question will be, um, how, who who will you be? You know, uh, what do you experience? when you are in that thought. So these four questions of all um, is a meditative process. Mm-hmm. So f- after we ask the first question, first we have a judgment, say, oh, I don't like my dog when it does that. <laughs> that could be a judgment, right? right? Like it pees right. on the carpet. <laughs> and like I don't like my dog when it pees on the carpet. So your statement could be, my dog should not pee on the carpet. <laughs> then you ask if it's true. Obviously, it's true. You know, I'm seeing it peeing on the carpet. It is true. Second, it's absolutely true. At this point, you want to close your eyes. You want to go back to the same scenario where your dog is peeing on the carpet and saying the dog should not pee on the carpet. Is it true? Well, if it, some of us might come to our senses. Well, dog is a dog. <laughs> is, is it really not going to pee on the carpet? Has it been properly trained or all that?
0: Right. All that.
2: Well, right. we're not using our logic. We're asking a question. And we are allowing it to show up visually, um, or in just a knowing or sensing, to help us understand the truth. Like these, was, these thoughts are the cause of our suffering. So the third question is to experience that what we just did. Like, uh, how do you feel when, or how do you treat the dog? How do you treat yourself when the dog did this? When you had this thought, mm-hmm. and obviously you're gonna come to your conclusion how you feel, like local locating the pain or stress or you know, how you treat a dog, like you do yell it, you like, hit it, or, you know, beat it up and beat yourself up as well, like mentally, verbally. And <laughs> you know, why did I have the dog? You know? And then lastly, like if you can't have this thought, who would you be? You know, like if you didn't have the thought this dog is being on the carpet, like it should not pee on the carpet or pee somewhere else, you know, it depends on where where are you judging? How do you judge? If you cannot have this thought and meditate again, like without this thought, back into the same scenario, who would you be? How do you treat yourself? How do you treat a dog? Mm-hmm. How do you like? What, like what changed? And you there in there, you find your own freedom. Right. She usually asks, "Is there any reason for you to keep this story, <laughs> or this judgment? Right. And is there any reason f- that is not painful for you not keep to to not keep this ju- to keep this judgment?" Like if you keep it is it painful at any way and is it do you feel like letting it go right and and that's the ultimate decision
1: for a lot of these things is are you ready to let something go and if you are mm-hmm. life changes if you aren't you mm-hmm. know then it doesn't so
2: right so the importance of these work you need to literally write it down mm-hmm. in your thought Your thought would carry you away and do anything possible to drag you away from going back and doing the inquiry on Not this particular thought. right? You would just jump out and you would never be released from it because you're still somewhere still hanging on to it So the work could be even repetitive when she did it the the work on her mom Mm -hmm. She did like a year or two on it. Oh my gosh
1: (laughs) Well, listen, I our show is already up for today. Yay. So
2: um, let people know where they can find you as we come to a close here. Okay. Uh, you can find me at uh, www.loa, stands for Law of Attraction Acupuncture, loaacupuncture.com. And um, you can email me, you can go online. Uh, right now, because of uh, COVID, I am working distally and doing home visits. So um, through the contact, we can I can figure out how I can assist you.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I certainly appreciate you being my guest again. It's been a fun show. Um, again, once, um, if you listen to the show on either Spotify or iHeartRadio, Google, uh, and it's also on Apple iTunes. But uh, if you want to access some of the older shows, go to SynergyConnectionRadio.com. And uh, all of the shows are archived there. I believe there's 13 pages. And you can scroll through and see the different guests and, you know, read the synopsis and maybe figure out other shows that you would find interesting. Uh, Lily's older show is there. And uh, certainly I'm sure that a lot of you would enjoy listening to her first show with me. So go out there and make it your best life. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye!